Hello, hello, hello. This is Gerald Salente, and it's a Progressive Radio Network Trends This Week. And you know that, that little um, intro they were talking about the mainstream media. <laughs> mainstream media. I, I used to be on everybody. I mean, from Oprah, Joan London, uh, Today's Show with Matt Lauer and Katie Couric. One after another, um, I, I've been on, you know, used to be on Fox a lot. And it's, it's the truth with exactly what they said. It's they're, they're prostitutes, as I call them. They're media whores who get paid to put out by their corporate pimps and government whoremasters. So grow the hell up. How stupid can you be to watch the cartoon news network? Or is it the crap news network? Hey, what happened to Chris Cuomo? Does he have a real job now? That lemon head over there? Anderson Cooper. A daddy's boy. A good daddy's girl, I should say. Mommy was Gloria Vanderbilt. How do you think he got there? It's not because he's so smart. It's one big club and you ain't in it. Same reason Cuomo got there. It's a joke. It's disgusting. These are the same low-life pieces of scum. Ain't I that guy, Saddam Hussein? He got weapons of mass destruction and ties to Al-Qaeda. These are the same moronic, murderous slime balls that threw out the crap spewing out another daddy's boy, little Georgie Bush. I'm going to get that guy Osama bin Laden dead or alive. Can't make this crap up. And that's why you need to support Progressive Radio Network and do what you can do. A poll just came out. Mistrust in political, media, and business leaders sweeps the globe. There's some axios. Trust in government is collapsing, especially in democracies. You know why it's collapsing in democracies? Because a moron... They're not democracies anymore. They're dumbocracies. We got a bunch of dumb, arrogant people running and ruining our lives. Hey, I'm the mayor of New York. I'm de Blasio. Warren William Jr. Oh, you remember him? Oh, yeah. And all you people out there that run businesses, you got to get your employees vaccinated. I'm in charge. I'll tell you what to do. And don't forget... Put on that mask. Put on that mask. I'll tell you what to do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. And a women. Everybody follows these freaks. And that is Guy Adams. Oh, he brought in his brother now. Can only give him a couple of hundred thousand bucks to do nothing. Oh, and we're going to keep that mandate in place. Democracies. Going back. Democracies. Why it matters. People also think media and business leaders are telling them aren't uh, business. People also don't think media or business leaders are telling them the truth. No kidding. And this suspicion of multiple societal institutions is pushing people into smaller, more insular circles of trust. Government leaders and journalists are considered the least trustworthy Social leaders. You know why? 
because they're not journalists, as I said. They're prostitutes, prostitutes. They put out their media whores. What else they got? According to Edelman's new 2020 trust barometer, 2022 global trust barometer survey of 35,000 respondents in 28 countries. Majority of people globally believe journalists, 67%, government leaders, 66%, and business executives, 63%, quote, are purposely trying to mislead people by saying things they know are false or gross exaggerations. Da-da-da-da! And that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal, because it's a voice that's real. We give you everything that we got. Check it out. Go to trendsjournal.com. Look at the cover. <laughs> Happy days of year again. Oh, yeah. Check it out. We give you everything we can and the best we can do it. And the same with PRN. And that's why you need to consider doing what you can to support them. <clears throat> Last week's magazine was 161 pages. We fell short this week. It's only 149 pages, no ads. From survivalism, I know you better fight for your life by Bradley Steiner to articles by Richard Gale and, and Gary No. And economic forecast, geopolitics, high-tech science, all in one magazine that you won't find anywhere else. So put your money where your mind is. And read history before it happens. No magazine like it. Going back to why you need it, because the people know it, is this, this uh, study that just came out by Edelman's new 2020 Global Trust Barometer. Around the world, people fear the media is becoming more sensational for commercial gain. No kidding. Go back to your Trends Journal, February 2020, nearly two years ago. That little arrogant clown that's the head of CNN, Zucker, whatever his name is, you could put an F in front of it. Telling the people, telling the prostitutes that work under him to keep the COVID war going. That's right. That's right. Keep the COVID fear going. That's what they do. Oh, it's going to snow out. It's going to snow out. Oh, oh, watch out. Here comes the snow. Oh, no, no. Here comes the hurricane. And they got the wind blowing over there, you know. They're low-life pieces of scum. Just like the politicians. I've been there. I was in Albany. 
I was the assistant to the secretary of the New York State Senate. The assemblymen, the senators, what a bunch of crap. We're paying these clowns to, oh, make laws, stay, get a job. These are the same, oh, calm down, Salenti. They're only stealing your money, and you have to keep working your you-know-what off. Do what you're told. I've been there. These are the people I couldn't stand in high school and college that wanted to be class president or head of the student council. They're telling us what to do. The study shows that the people have had it. As trust in democratic institution wanes, people are asked, are also growing are also growing doubts about capitalism. It ain't capitalism. It's fascism. It's the merger of state and corporate powers. Oh, that's not my definition. That was a guy by the name of Mussolini. Yeah. Mussolini. When I was a kid, they used to have this song, Whistle While You Work, Hitler is a Jerk, Mussolini, bit his weenie, now it doesn't work. That Mussolini. The merger of state and corporate powers. How more clear could it be? Hey, we're too big to fail. I'm Jamie Dimon. I only made $37 million last year. We're too big to fail when we do dirty deals and screw people. Give us your money. 29 trillion bucks. 29 trillion dollars went in from the Federal Reserve to the banksters from 2007 to 2010. It's fascism. It's not capitalism. It's not a revolving door either. It's one door. Again, it's one big club and you ain't in it. Look at a guy that was the FDA head on the Trump, Gottlieb. Eric Gottlieb is now on the board of directors of, of Pfizer. The clown that they're bringing in now is Catliff, whatever his name, Craplif. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Worked for all of them. All of them. A load of the drug companies. Big Pharma. They're drug dealers. Look at the stupidity going on. Oh, and how everybody in New York, they love that uh, the bartender over there that became a congresswoman, Ocasio-Cortez. Welp, so it happened. Got COVID. Probably Omicron. Oh, probably Omicron? What the hell do you know? Oh, we'll sell anything. Hey, it came from a congresswoman's mouth. As of today, I am thankfully recovered. But COVID was no joke. Well, you should have got vaccinated. Oh, she did. She got fully vaccinated and boosted, and now she's throwing out this BS. Hey, hey, craphead, you stole our money, and you gave us what you call free vaccines when they're not free. We, the taxpayers, paid for them, and they lied and told us that at a 96% efficacy rate. Or maybe you're too dumb to remember that. For a while, 
I've noted the term, mild is misleading when the bar is hospitalization. Oh, so you got sick after you got vaccinated. And maybe you're still sick in the head because it just keeps on going. Stephen A. Smith, rather than Stephen F. Smith, returned to ESPN's first take. This is from the Cartoon News Network. Monday, after a bout of COVID-19, which the commentators said nearly killed him. For me personally, is a quote, it hit me differently, Smith said. Smith explained that he tested positive for the virus last month and wound up in the hospital over the new year. I guess it wasn't a happy new year. Doctors told me, had I not been vaccinated, I wouldn't be here. That's how bad I was. Hey, wait a minute. What doctor? Doctor. That's a dirty word, doctor. Call me trends, doctor. All right, you're good at doing this. Take it easy, doctor. Hey, Frank, you're full of crap. Whatever your doctor's name is, you're going to... The guy is totally vexed, got the booster shot, and he almost died. And you're telling me you're throwing his crap out that if he didn't get vaccinated, he would have died? Hey, I didn't get vaccinated. I've had huge rallies with thousands of people when you add them up. I haven't gotten sick. Oh, why? Oh, I salenti? What do I take, about 18 vitamins and supplements a day? Natural healing. I build my immune system. Why, how dare you? There's no nature anymore. It's only science. That's how bad I was. I had pneumonia in both lungs. My liver was bad. And it ravaged me to the point where even now I have to monitor my volume. Get to the gym every day. I'm still not 100% with my lungs, but I'm COVID negative. Yep. Yep. Fully vaxxed, one after another. One after another. Fully vaxxed and getting the virus. And then you look at the data, and again, we came out, go back to the Trends Journal, go back to our January 28th, 2020 issue. Coronavirus, 106 dead in China. Our next line was 1.4 billion still alive. What the hell are you telling me this crap for? What are, you, what are you throwing this crap out for? Again, it began in China on Chinese Lunar New Year, the year of the rat. They closed down the city of Yuan and then Hong Kong ended the Hong Kong protest. I used to be on Hong Kong TV frequently during the protests in 2019. And talking to the reporters, 
you know, in between going on the air in between the breaks. We're not going to stop fighting, Mr. Salenti. We're not going to let the Chinese take over. <laughs> Done. Finished. All right. And they keep adding up. They keep adding up all of the numbers of how many people died of the virus. Going on now for two years. They keep adding them and adding them and adding them. How many died of the virus? But do they tell you how many people die of air pollution each year? Things like that. Oh, yeah, they tell you each year, but they don't keep adding them up. From our world in data, data review, the authors estimate that in total, 8.8 million people die prematurely due to air pollution each year. Hey, Zucker, you little clown at CNN. How come you're not putting that out every day? You little jerk. And I'll call you that to your face. You're a prostitute. You're a little nobody. Like all the rest out there. How come you're not putting this out every day? How come you're not selling this fear every day? This is truth. They're killing us in a thousand different ways with all the pesticides in our food. The preservatives. Artificial colors. No, I like artificial flavors. No, give me a GMO. GMO, that's for me. How come you're not adding up every year of the 8 million point 8.8 million that are dying every year? So if you add it up for, uh, you know, 10 years, what do you have? Oh, 800 million? A billion? What do we got? I'm not good at math. Hundred million? A hundred million after ten years? How come this isn't news? Are you gonna get COVID? You're gonna get COVID. And again, we were on this from the very beginning. And now, from the Cartoon News Network yesterday, less than 0.2% of COVID deaths in the United States have been among children. No kidding. No kidding. Oh, that's according to the CDC, so the number's probably a lot lower. Children account for about one in five, 22% people of the U.S. population overall. Okay. So here's the numbers. Under 1,000 children died from January 2020 to January 6, 2022. 693 1 to 17-year-olds in the United States died from the virus. 61% of that 693 were obese. According that were hospitalized, according to the CDC. Out of that 693,000, as they said, 22% of the people, 74 million Americans 
74 million Americans are in that age group. So now what are we talking about? About 350 young people a year out of 74 million dying of the virus, 61% of that 350 each year had pre-existing comorbidities such as obesity, and you're vaccinating them? Of course we are. The drug dealers are in charge, and they're making all these, what are they, 37 billion already for that, that Pfizer made? All right? Then, more than three quarters of the COVID-19 deaths have been (laughs) among seniors, including over 25% that have been among people aged 85 or older. You know what was gonna happen if these people aged 85 or older didn't get the disease, the virus? they would have lived to 6,723 years of age. Nobody dies after 85 years of age. The average death, by the way, in the United States is around 78 years old because of the shape that Americans are in. So we're talking about more than 200,000 of the COVID-19 deaths of people aged 85 and older. And they represent the grand total of just 2% of the population. Right in front of your eyes, you can see the lies. We've been putting this data down now for two years, nearly. (laughs) There have been less than 400 COVID-19 deaths among children under age five. And that, and under age five represents 6% of the U.S. population. So you're breaking that down now. You're talking 200 deaths a year. And this is news? (laughs) So... Why are you vaccinating? Why are you vaccinating them when they're not getting the virus or dying of it? Why are you doing this? It's so sad what's going on. We're talking about 19 million, nearly 20 million people in that age bracket of five years of age or younger. Out of that 20 million, 
200 died a year. And again, they had pre-existing comorbidities. This is criminal what's going on. And they're stealing our money to do it. That's the thing that needs to be understood. It's our money that's being robbed from us in front of our eyes. It's like they came out now and now they're going to give, what is it, 500 free masks or something? They're not free. We pay for them. Just like they're going to give out these free tests. They're not free. We pay for them. The money goes to the corporations that donate money to the politicians that morons and imbeciles call campaign contributions. They're stealing our money and robbing our lives in front of us. But here's the other point. I mentioned this article was on CNN. They never put that kind of stuff up before. And I'm going to tell you why. Because this COVID war is going to wind down. I forecast it's going to end around late March, mid-April. You're going to wind it down. They have to. Businesses are being destroyed all over the world. Again, the data is in your Trends Journal. The destruction going on is unprecedented. But the bigs are getting bigger, so don't worry about it. And again, you can see what's going on with the equity markets. And we'll talk a lot more about that when we come back. They're going to wind this thing down. They have to. The destruction that's been caused is unprecedented. Who have ever, ever dreamt of this? It's a nightmare right in front of our eyes. And think of the way it began. Let's go back. Let's go back two years ago. When it started breaking out. What was the first thing that people did? What was the first thing they did? They ran to the supermarkets to buy toilet paper. I'm not making that crap up. That shows you the mentality. 
and how easy it is to get the people to do what you want them to do. My greatest fear is that when all else fails, they take you to war. I mentioned that low-life piece of murderous garbage that should be brought up for war crimes, George W. Bush, that lied us into the Iraq War, Afghan War. The dot-com bust happened in March of 2020. Uh, excuse me, March of 2000. And the Trends Journal, you go back to our October 1999 issue, headline, dot-com bust. We said it would happen by the second quarter of 2000, and it did. The day before 9-11, just show you, put it into, pro, into, into perspective, the NASDAQ was down 66%. The United States was into a deep recession. Bush had just gotten to office in February and was well hated. But after 9-11, everybody forgot about the recession, the dot-com bust. 88% of the people supported that murderous moron to invade Afghanistan. The 20-year war. That shows you the mentality. And as we wrote, just as the masses marched off to Mussolini, saluted Stalin, and hailed Hitler, they marched off to the COVID war. That easy. So my concern is, we're going to have an economic downturn, the likes of which we've never seen before. And I'm going to talk about the why and the when it's going to happen when we come back. And when all else fails, they take you to war. Because this economy is going to fail. And people better prepare, prevail to prosper. And we'll tell you how to do that too when we come back. So we're going to take a break now and see you in just a bit. Hello, 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 back on Progressive Radio Network. And uh, I told you when we come back, we're going to talk a bit about what's going on in the markets. Well, we got the Dow going down now. This is the fourth day in a row. And it's going down because they're concerned about higher interest rates. And they're going to raise the interest rates. They have to. Because inflation keeps going up. My forecast is they're going to raise them pretty dramatically. And here's why. They got to stop this inflation. When interest rates go up, real estate market goes down. Will it crash? Some sectors will, some won't. Again, we detail it all in the magazine. But here's what they're going to do. They're going to do a Volcker. And when you go back to the 1980s after Reagan was elected, inflation was skyrocketing. 
and they raised interest rates. It was like 16, 17, 18%. I forget the top of it. It was around that number. And they, boom, the economy went dead. I ended up buying 38 acres of land in Rhinebeck, New York, in the town of Milan, actually, Rhinebeck Address. 38 acres with a house on it. The house was totally gutted. I had to do, redo the whole thing. But the frame was there and everything, the foundation, the house was up. And I, you know, used a lot of it. 38 acres with a house, three separate parcels, one eight and a half, one ten, one sixteen. Twenty-eight thousand dollars. That's right. That's how bad the recession was. We're gonna go into that again. They're gonna pull a Volca. So what they did. They raised them and raised them and raised them. They knocked everything down. Then before the election in 84, before that in 83, they started lowering them dramatically. And they juiced up the economy. And Reagan got reelected. They're going to do the same thing. Look who's running the White House. If you're older than six years old, you could figure this out. The banksters. Who's the Treasury Secretary? Janet Yellen. Oh, isn't it wonderful that a woman is in charge? I'm tired of that crap, too. Men, women, black, white, green, yellow, race, creed, color. Good and bad comes in every, all of them. Oh, aren't you happy with, with our, our new uh, uh, governor over here in New York? Anyway, Janet Yellen. Who's Janet Yellen? Oh, she was the former Fed head. That's right, the head of the chair of the Federal Reserve. And now that's our Treasury Secretary. You got the Treasury Secretary of the United States. He's a former head of the Federal Reserve. When I'm making the point clear is that that's who's running the show. They know what's going on. Oh, Janet Yellen was yelping that inflation was only temporary and transitory, like, like the other clown out there, Jerome Powell. Remember that? They knew it wasn't transitory or temporary. They don't want to do it because... They don't want to tell the truth because it's going to bring down the equity markets. The equity markets are built up with unprecedented amounts of cheap money. Zero in negative interest rate policy. Negative in Europe, zero in the United States. Because once, a, so the bigs borrow all that money and buy up everybody else. Merger and acquisition activity was at an all-time high in 2021. They got all that cheap dough. Stock buybacks, all-time high. They want to keep the cheap money going so the money junkies could keep playing the markets. Got it? So now that the year is over, they, now, they're going to, now they're going to start raising the rates. 
What is it going to mean? It means we're going to go into a sharp decline. That's what it means. The likes of which we've never seen before. Because these markets are overvalued with P.E. ratios at all-time highs. You look what's going on in the tech sector. They call them growth stocks. They're not growth stocks. They're gambler stocks. Just like going back to the dot-com bust. Oh, we got this idea. We need this money for innovation so we can make it, that idea happen. A lot of these ideas are BS. That's why you see them going down. But even the value stocks, like the bankster stocks, are going down. And people ask me, what should they do? I, say, I can't tell you what to do. That's not my business. I'm a trend forecaster. I'm not a financial advisor. But why don't you take a look at some of the things that are going on? Like... Um, Gold. Well, it's up almost thirty dollars today at eighteen forty. All right. Why? Silver up two and a half percent. Why? Why? Take a look at oil. Bread crude. $88.84 an, a, a gallon. A, a barrel, excuse me. <laughs> it will be a bad gallon. $88.84 for Brent crude. Almost 89 bucks. Go back to your trends journal. What have I been warning about? Rising oil prices. Why? Because of Middle East conflicts was my greatest fear. Because I said, when oil prices go up, into the $100 range, we're going to see a collapse, the likes of which we've never seen. Inflation, all right? Rising interest rates. Look what, a hundred, look what $90 a barrel oil is going to mean to people. And filling up their cars, heating their homes. Yeah, natural gas prices went down a little bit, but they're still very high. And by the way, if anybody has any questions or answers, you'd like to talk, 888-874-4888, 888-874-4888. So, going back to the economy, very, very important what's going on. As I mentioned, you're looking at interest rates 
they're actually deep in negative territory. Because when you have an inflation rate of nearly 7% and your interest rate is only 0.25%, you're way down in negative land. But even at that low level, they're freaking out because even if they raise interest rates and bring them to 1%, that's nothing when you have inflation running at this level. So the fear on the street is they're going to bring interest rates much higher. My forecast is when interest rates hit, the Fed rate hits 1.5%, bam, boom, bing, bomb, down goes the economy. Will there be a housing crisis? Real estate crisis? No, I don't see it coming like they had back in, in 2007, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I don't see that happening. Reason being is that these homes weren't bought so much for speculation, but for investment. And people moving into them. They're not flipping them. The market that's gonna grow are apartments. And the bigs are buying them all, housing, houses up and turning those into rentals. And they're buying up a lot of the new homes because people won't be able to afford to buy homes. And then there's the commercial sector. And we're really writing a lot in detail about that. Oh, we got Dylan from the Bronx. Hello there, Dylan. Hi, Gerald. Thanks for taking my call. Um, you're a must listen. Um, I heard you say something earlier that I'm not sure I agree with. You mentioned that uh, March, April, that the COVID thing is going to start winding down. That may or may not be true, but because you said that, you know, businesses are really going out of business. It's, it's just, it's havoc on all businesses. But isn't that what they want? Don't they want all businesses to go down? Isn't that the plan so that uh, there's complete anarchy in society and so that people will be begging for help and they want people totally dependent on government and so that they can have total control? That's to some extent, but when you look again, we're detailing this. Oh, by the way, where are you in the Bronx there, Dylan? Um, I'm in Castle Hill. Okay. Yeah. God, I remember some great Italian restaurants up there back in the day. Anyway, when you're looking at what's going on in Germany, Austria, Netherlands, Bulgaria, Czech Republic, protests are going on. France, over 100,000 took to the streets last week. Yeah. They're getting big pushback. They're getting serious pushback. So they're going to ease up as we see it. Again, of course, we could be wrong. This, we're, we're taking, you know, we're taking, going out on a limb making this, this call. But when you're looking at the pushback, it's, gonna, it's very serious. And 
they want to stay into power. Our forecast is it's going to change from the COVID war and the fear that they'll be spreading day in and day out is going to be climate change, from COVID war to climate change. And again, will they keep robbing us of our rights and freedom and take more control? Yes, because as the economies go down, that's when they start doing the, the deal where, okay, we're going to take care of you. Don't worry about it. So that's the way we see it. All right. Thanks a lot, uh, Gerald. Yep. And again, when we're, we're, you know, we're, we're going out on the limb talking about this, but you're also starting to hear it. When we see, when we see the mainstream media coming out with, you know, the Omicron, you know, it, it's, you know, it, it's dying in, in, in South Africa where it began. And then you're seeing CNN putting out these numbers of who's really dying from COVID. And then you even heard the guy from Pfizer saying that they see CNN, you know, that it's be winding down. But we're going to come out with a new drug for the new variant. So it, it, it that's anyway, that's the way we see this forecast going on. And going back, by the way, to when it goes down, the economy, we believe the Commercial real estate sector is really going to take a hit. Big hit. You're looking at now office occupancy rate in the 10 major cities of the United States at 28%. Okay. I'm in business in the commercial district, and I used to depend on commuters coming in. What's that going to do to my business? What has it done to my business? So now, even when the COVID war ends, there's going to still be the work at home trend. Because how many people that stop commuting don't want to go back to commuting again? You think it's fun to drive two hours, two and a half hours on the LIE back and forth to, to get back and forth to work each day? Taking two, two and a half hours out of your life to commute? I don't want to do this anymore. Well, you have to. I quit. Okay, you can work from home three days a week. All right. So now they're going to be coming back less even when they come back. And the commercial sectors are already overbuilt. Now add on to that a declining economy. This thing is going to hit big. And you know it's going to hit? That's why you're looking at some of the bank stocks going down. Because they're heavily invested in this commercial sector, not only investing in it, because scumbags, low-life pieces of murderous crap like Bill Clinton allowed them to do it when they repealed the Glass-Steagall Act and let banks become investment banks as well. So not only do they have the loans from the gamblers that are going into the big building, the buildings, they're invested in them themselves. That's why the banksters, by the way, were the first to demand their workers come back to work. 
because they know how bad it is. When interest rates at 1.5%, the overnight rate, this thing's going down big. And as I said before, I, you know, I was talking about once upon a time when they used to have higher interest rates. People used to put their money in a bank and get a return on it called interest rates. Now they put their money in the bank and they get back nothing. Nothing. Yeah, they maybe get a tenth of a percent of a percent. So where do people put their money? Where does the average person put their money? There's nowhere to go. You know where they could put it? They could put it in the equity markets. That's right. That's what they do. They put it in the equity markets because they have nowhere else to go. So now you got the rookies gambling. Ah. It's terrible what they've done to this country, but it's the country around the world. Look at the jerks running it. Look at that moron they got over there in the UK. Where's the FU, you know what? Okay. Yeah. Boris Johnson. Guy gets caught lying all the time, going out and partying while he locks everybody down. Like that little gruesome newsome over there, up in, uh, down in California, going to the French laundry, $400 a plate. Everybody partying while they lock everybody down. Again, that's why I say, said, uh, Dylan and others, why I think they're going to loosen this thing up. Because um, it's, it's going to get bad. And I love the headlines that they do. You know, on hot seat in UK, Johnson apologizes. This, this is a BS word that they use, apologize. You're not apologizing. Apologies, that's a BS word. Oh, I'm sorry. You're sorry you got caught. Like that, like that arrogant little gruesome news. I'm sorry. You're sorry you got caught. Apologize. What a BS word that is. Yep. Yeah, go to Napa Valley. Well, everybody's at, at locked down. And they, and, they, and they vote the guy back in. Again, it's not a, if people, how can you, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican. Yeah, you're dumb. A Republican, a Democrat. Oh, you, which crime, they're a crime syndicate. Which, oh, I love Obama. I love what he did to Libya. That guy Gaddafi had to go. Obama didn't like him. So they destroyed the richest country in Africa, slaughtered tens of thousands of people. I want that guy Assad out of there. Oh, yeah, yeah, destroyed Syria. I'm a, I, I'm a liberal. You're a jerk. Oh, I like Bush. I like Bush. Yeah, I love the Iraq war and the Afghan war. Oh, Obama with the Yemen war, too? The worst humanitarian crisis on earth? It's a crime syndicate. Grow up. Going back to the crime syndicate. 
You saw what happened, why oil prices are going up. They bombed someplace in the United Arab Emirates. They're on deal with, with Saudi Arabia. Go back again, just to, uh, uh, back to in, in late December, on Christmas Day. Saudis escalate attacks in northern Yemen. All right? Bombs away. They just, by the way, the Saudis just killed about 30, 40 people in Yemen, too, civilians. But that's not news. That, we, we won't talk about that. And now they're retaliating. Oh, they're terrorists are retaliating. Oh, yeah, you could kill anybody that you want. And then when the people that you kill, their, their families retaliate, they're called terrorists. Like, like the people that the Americans killed in Iraq and in, in Afghanistan, if they commit an act in, against the countries that killed and destroyed their countries, they're terrorists. Going back to this, all things are connected. Watch out for the oil prices. Watch closely what's going on in the Middle East. And don't believe the lies, the propaganda coming from the toilet paper of record, the New York Times. All the news that's fit to print. Who the hell are you to tell me what's fit to print? Oh, how dare you question us, Salenti? It's like they're going through this big thing with this guy, the Supreme Court guy, that didn't wear the mask. And not talking about that Sotomayor who, who, who said hundreds of thousands of children are, are being sent to the hospital before, because of the COVID. And I just gave you the numbers. Under 100, under 1,000, under, under, under 700 died from January 2020 to January 6th. And she says hundreds of thousands, but that's not big news. But the guy didn't wear a mask. That's the news. What a Supreme Court, Supreme jerks. They're political hacks on both sides. And by the way, talking about the Constitution, what's right, what's wrong, where it's going. Tonight, tune in at six o'clock on Gerald Salenti on YouTube and Judge Napolitano. America's top constitutional authority would do a podcast goes on every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Oh, and for what's happening, where is it going, what's next? You should watch that podcast I did with Rich Dad Robert Kiyosaki. Go to Rich Dad Salenti on and just Google that up, Rich Dad Salenti, and watch the interview I did with him two weeks ago. Everything I said on that is today's news. And that's what the Trends Journal is, history before it happens. So put your money where your mind is. Support us. We're fighting for freedom. And again, we have the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice. And we provide vaccine religious exemptions. And you can go to freedompeacejustice.com. Freedompeacejustice.com. And you could get your vaccine religious exemption. And again, they only apply to employers and you know, businesses and, and institutions that accept religious vaccine exemptions. So if they don't accept them, you know, you know, they don't use them to get in a restaurant or any of that. That's not what it's for. 
So you join the church and you get, that's what we're doing. So we're fighting and we're doing all we can and we need your help. So put your money where your mind is. Trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com, freedompeacejustice.com, and PRN. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to see you in two weeks.